Welcome to the alchemy of music. We all remember that song during a summer romance or during a bad breakup. We all remember that album that changed your life. And we remember that concert we'll never forget. We'll dive into those nostalgic moments, hear personal stories while examining the cultural and cerebral effects music has and the magic it creates. We'll highlight upcoming tours, artists to see, and the latest in music. I'm your host, Tommy, and now, let's begin. Hello again, and welcome to another episode of The Alchemy of Music. Since it was just Prince's birthday on June 7th, I thought, why not dedicate an entire episode to him? First, I'm going to talk about how he's impacted my life, but I'm also going to talk about how he's impacted music culture and the type of legacy he leaves behind. After that, we are going to talk to my buddy Chris, and he is going to tell us about his motorcycle that was inspired by the Purple Rain bike. I thought this was a neat story. Uh, he came over my house back in October, and he, you know, I'd heard about this, and I knew right away when I started creating this these episodes that I wanted him on, and I wanted to talk about it. So this is a really neat story. I think you guys are going to really like it. But before we get into that, we are going to talk a little bit about all the festivals and concerts that are being announced uh, right now. And it's a really crazy time. Like I said in our last episode, you know, usually in January, that's when they announce all the festivals. First, it's like it's Coachella and then it's Bonnaroo and then it's Governor's Ball then it's Lollapalooza then it's Boston Calling and then and all these festivals are just announced right at that time and what's so crazy is that it's happening now and it's in the month of June Um, and you know what's they're basically they're stating that shows and festivals are going to resume either next year or they are going to start back up again in the summer and the fall. So it's a really exciting time because, you know, I just think about it even like six months ago, depending on where you are in the world, but we were really just laying low and I wasn't really going anywhere or doing anything. I wasn't seeing too many of my family members or my friends and now to see life open back up, it's, it, it's incredibly refreshing. So Coachella just announced that they will be resuming again in 2022. Really haven't heard anything on the lineup, uh, but we'll definitely stay tuned on that. And um, Boston Calling also just announced that they will also be resuming. And everyone was super excited and anticipating Rage Against the Machine, and they have announced that they will be there again. Uh, well, not again, but they will be performing uh, next year as well as the Foo Fighters, so that's pretty cool. Bonnaroo will be uh, proceeding in on September 2nd to September 5th. It's a pretty awesome um, lineup. You've got 
Foo Fighters, you've got Megan the Stallion, Run the Jewels, Team Impala, Tyler the Creator, Lana Del Rey, Dead Mouse. There's so many wonderful people on this list. So that's going to be in early September. And then on September 24th to the 26th in New York City, you have Governor's Ball. And that's also a really awesome lineup. You've got Billie Eilish. She'll be headlining that Friday night. Um, you've also got Rufus Du Soul, Portugal the Man, Future Islands. They're really awesome. You've got on Saturday ASAP Rocky, Jay Balvin, Megan the Stallion, Phoebe Bridgers. I hear she's pretty awesome as well. On Sunday, you've got Post Malone. You've got 21 Savage, Ellie Golding, Jamie XX. Duck Sauce, Princess Nokia. Um, so that's a really, really awesome lineup. I think you also have A-Track and Dave, Dave One. And if you don't know who Dave One is, that's A-Track's brother, and he's from Chromio. So that's going to be really cool. Uh, so be sure to check that out, and that'll, they'll also be celebrating their 10th anniversary. So I'm not going to lie to you. I really, really, really want to see Machine Gun Kelly I think the dude is so cool. I love how he transitioned from hip-hop to punk. He's got Travis Barker on the drums. And I just think he's doing such a, an amazing job. Obviously, he's dating, you know, he's getting a lot of publicity because he's dating Megan Fox. But I also feel like he's really authentic um, to who he is and he's just really doesn't care and he just wants to make the music that he wants to make and I think that's really awesome and you know you are able to transition there really is no boundaries when it comes to music you you should be allowed to move in different areas and you know experiment a little bit I also really like his new album um, tickets to my downfall. I think it's great. I, you know, it, it's very reminiscent of Blink 182. It reminds me of the 90s when you had all those like punky rock songs. So I'm really feeling that new vibe, and it's really nice and refreshing to see, you know, Main Street pop pop stars bring rock and roll back into the, you know, the universe, the the pop world, I should say. I'm also super excited to see Porter Robinson, who'll be touring later on this year. He is so talented, and he just everything he does is very intentional and he takes his time he's very creative he's also another person that has transitioned his sound he went from like a more of a dubstep sound back in the early 2000s and now his sounds like a more mellow electronic and it's just it just has really good it has a good energy to it and I really love everything he does and even last year he put on a virtual tour, a virtual tour, a virtual live stream for his, you know, during the pandemic. And he did another one this year with Secret Sky. You can actually look it up on YouTube. And it was incredible. And this year he really was just so detail oriented when it came to his visuals and just the actual set of the live stream. That was really awesome. So I'm really excited and looking forward to uh, seeing him later on this year. And if you have a chance, definitely look listen to his uh, new album on uh, Spotify. 
It's called Nurture. It's been, oh gosh, I think his last time he came out with an album was back in 2014. So it's been a really long time and his fans have been waiting also a really long time for this album and also this tour. So very excited about that. So that's all I have for today. I hope you enjoy this episode and I will talk to you guys next week. I'll update you on some more news, festivals, concerts, and I hope you guys have a great week. Take care. On this segment of why we love, we are going to talk about why I love Prince. So growing up, I was a dancer. I danced for 10 years competitively at one studio. We did competitions, we did recitals. It was, I I loved it, I really did like to compete and I liked to dance, I liked the feeling of getting up on a stage that was really exhilarating to me and it was such an adrenaline rush. And you know, obviously music is a big portion of the dance aspect, you know, I would always, September would come and you'd figure out what you were going to dance to. Sometimes we had like an, an option of what we were going to choose. Sometimes my, um, most of the time my, the owner of the studio, she would pick, you know, two or three songs for us to choose from. And I did, you know, jazz, lyrical, tap, ballet, you know, the works. And when I danced, there were two people I really enjoyed dancing to, two artists. One of those artists was Donna Summer. And, you know, she was really fun, energetic. You know, when you think of Donna Summer, obviously a lot of us think of Studio 54, but you could really feel that energy and that movement, especially when you danced and it, and it just felt good. The other person was Prince. And I remember it wasn't my group, but another group, um, they performed to Raspberry Beret. And I had listened to Prince, uh, you know, my mom liked Prince. I remember her listening to him on the radio and I knew his you know, hits his, you know, Red Corvette and Dove's Cry, that sort of thing. But the song that made me fall in love with Prince was Raspberry Beret. And I remember it just, it felt so good. Uh, I'm telling you guys, when you get off this, put it on, put your speakers up, listen to that song. It's amazing. And, you know, that was really kind of what did it for me and, you know, what, really initiated this love um, of Prince. And then after that, it was like I asked my mom for his greatest hit CD and I got his greatest hit CD. And, you know, I also had I remember when I was younger, he was on Oprah and he was with his wife at the time and he had talked about losing one of his baby and that was one of those things that I I will never forget because someone like Prince when you see their fame their notoriety you know their songs 
it's hard. We tend to like put these people on a pedestal and sometimes they don't feel like they're on the same sort of lane as us, you know. Uh, and I remember listening to him and the way he talked and, you know, seeing his emotion and the way he felt really stuck with me because I knew at that moment, you know, you, I, you could see his humanness outside of just being a famous, um, superstar, you know, you could see his humanness and that rawness and that, you know, that piece that is all sort of connected with all of us is just can be other than happiness. It can be pain and suffering sometimes. And I will never forget that. Definitely. If you want to, I'm sure that's on YouTube. Um, but that, you know, watching that made me really like him and it softened my heart for him a little bit more. But other than that, you know, Prince, the guy is a legend. He's brilliant. And just everything about him, you know, has been perfectly curated in his own mind. And, you know, he, the, his aesthetic, his fashion, um, you know, just how he shows up as a person, you know, the way he, um, I know that he's incredible, has been, was incredibly protective over his music. And for me, especially making this podcast, being creative, being a creative person, and your, your brain kind of constantly wants to, you know, analyze everything and do it so perfectly and do it in the way that it's from your own soul. It's not mimicking someone else's. It's something that you want to bring into the world. And that's something I always admired about Prince because I can see, and again, this is going to be a topic that, you know, this is going to be something I'm going to keep saying over and over. Authenticity and being who you are is really what makes you stand out. It's not being like anybody else. It's being who you are and that's what makes people artists stand out and become legends and you know especially when he passed away too you know when you think of Prince you think of this poppy artist you think of the you know the purple sort of aesthetic the the glamour the sort of um you know the wild outfits and the high heels but he was also an incredible guitarist and, and I had even watched interviews, I think with, you know, Jimmy Fallon. I remember when it was the SNL, um, I think it was like an anniversary show and they had all the artists there and Prince just, they said, I remember Jimmy Fallon said that the, the crowd just parted for him to come through. And it was like, to me, I feel like, you know, especially when he passed away, you could really sense that sort of mystique. You know, we knew that before when he was alive, but when he passed, you really kind of got to see that sort of mystique about him. And, um, you know, again, it's not just his aesthetic but and or his singing, but he was an incredible guitarist and he did such a great job with it. 
And I think that's something, you know, some people, a lot of musicians, they know that, but a lot of people, if you're not, you know, a huge enthusiast of him, you don't think of the fact that he was just an incredible guitarist. You can even look him up on YouTube and watch him play. And, um, so good. And I think one of my favorites, my favorite performances of his is when he sang, um, he did Radiohead Creep at Coachella. You can uh, YouTube that. And the other one, I think he performed, I, I want to say it's a George Harrison tribute show um, with Tom Petty. It was Steve Winwood, Danny Harrison, Jeff Lynn, and um, Prince. And they sang... Um, while my guitar gently weeps and it was a George Harrison tribute I think when he passed away and I really love that because you see him outside of his own sort of uh niche and um you know with the other rock and rollers which he really belongs so really shows how multifaceted he was as an artist and as a performer and also how incredibly talented he was too and how he could he could appreciate different styles of music even if it wasn't the music that he you know is is known to create so those are some of the reasons why I love Prince and how he's impacted my life. And I want to hear from you guys. I want to know some of your favorite songs, if he's impacted your life. I want to hear about it. And I also highly recommend um, checking out those uh, videos I mentioned earlier. Uh, the George Harrison tribute, uh, the, the Coachella Radiohead cover and uh you can even youtube uh the J jimmy found the snl anniversary show which he appears on so i will see you guys in the next segment on this segment of music enthusiasts we are going to sit down with my buddy chris and he's going to tell us about his purple rain bike you guys are going to love this one enjoy all right so I, first of all, thank you so much for doing this. No problem at all. I really appreciate it. The reason why I chose you is I, re I remember we were at my house during the Halloween party. And I think you came up to me and you're like, Chris really likes your Prince poster. Oh, yeah. So, and I always feel like every time I meet Prince people, like there's, there's, they all kind of run together in a, a way, if that makes sense. Right. I don't know. Prince came into my life in a weird way. It's not, really? not like I'm a huge Prince fan. It's yeah. A strange. It's a strange. And way how it got there. But really? Now it's a pretty big part of my life. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> so anyways, tell me about like where you grew up. You know, what did you do? How were you raised as a kid? I was born in Woonsocket, Rhode Island. I still live there currently. From the womb to the tomb, I'll be <laughs> here. Um, I was kind of raised on my own, honestly. Like My parents weren't around too much. My dad was in prison. My mom worked a bunch of jobs. Me and my sister kind of just did our own thing. It's kind of wild, actually. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, kind of like wild animals. Oh, <laughs> well, that's cool. I think it's... Um, I don't know, being, you think about, 
when you're raised as a child and you think that sometimes it's not important, but it also makes you exactly right. who you are. It shapes you to it, be exactly who you are. Exactly. Yeah. So what did you listen to when you were younger? Growing up, I always listened to like pop punk and like emo music. <laughs> And where did you start listening to that type of music? Just through skateboarding, I think. Skateboarding? Yeah. And when did you start skateboarding? I was like 12 years old. 12 years old. Yeah. Nice. So what What are some of the bands that you listen to? Like like No Effects, like Saves the Day, Social Distortion, Misfits. N- nice. That type of shit. Nice. <laughs> That's fun. I all, A bunch of my friends used to skateboard, and that was like... We well, we were here too, and I just that brought back memories for me. You know, seeing everyone skateboard—it's pretty awesome. So, and then, so as you grew up, did your music style start to change at all? Not really. No. Not until recently. Not until recently. I got more into like folky, like punk. Oh, like, really? I don't know what you'd call it, like gothic. Folk punk, I guess. I don't what know. do you think? It's what? It, who? By who? How did I get there? How did I get there? I have to check them out. I don't really know. Oh. I like Harley Poe and Migo the Devil. The Devils Make Three. I think is how I started listening to that stuff. Oh. Did you ever listen to that? Band? No. I'll have to check them out. They're really good. That's cool. <laughs> I think that was the first band that got me into that stuff. How did you start? How did you get into that? Get into what? That type Devil of... Devil makes yeah. three? I honestly have no idea. You have no idea. That's okay, though. Sometimes I think my friend just... Jake showed it to me. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was over from there. That's cool. That's cool. I think, too, sometimes I like to ask some of those questions because I feel like other people shape also what we listen to, yeah. which is kind of cool, and you kind of, like, evolve, and it's depending on certain people, uh, that sort of thing. Friends is definitely where it all comes from, I think. Friends? Yeah, groups of friends and yeah. what they're listening to. Yeah. Yep. Has uh, a big impression on you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, okay, let's get to the juice here. <laughs> so, you like Prince, I like Prince. I feel like a lot of people love Prince. When did you first start? listening to prince probably about 10 years ago 10 years ago yeah and do you remember what the first song was Uh, probably when doves cry when doves cry that's a good one that's (laughs) That's definitely the first one that's a good one that's a good music video too um so then any anything else that you like that you love to listen to by prince Not really, honestly. I don't really listen to a lot of Prince. Oh, you don't? I don't. Okay. So tell me about the bike. That's okay. That's yeah. okay. French just came into my life because I was building a chopper, like a custom motorcycle. Mm-hmm. And my friend's daughter was like seven at the time. And we're like, what should I call my bike? And she was like, Purple Rain. Ooh. So that's how that all came about. Have you? And then... I just built the whole themed bike with, like, the Prince logo on it, oh and it's all purple. God. It's, like, suede on it, like, purple suede. That's amazing. <laughs> I have to see that. So, and you said whose idea was this? So my friend Forrest. It was his daughter. Oh. She named both our bikes that day. 
How old is she? I don't know how old she is now, but she was like seven then. Probably like eight or nine years ago. So she named your bikes? She named his Titsy and mine Purple Rain. <laughs> Purple Rain. <laughs> and it looked nothing like that. It looked like... It was, like, black and trashy looking. Oh, she came up with Purple Rain somehow. That, that's so cool. Yeah. Have you watched the movie Purple Rain? I have. Did I had like to just so I didn't feel like a poser. I had to watch <laughs> it a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> Did you like it? Yeah, it was pretty good. Do you like the soundtrack and the music? Yeah. Yeah. Same. So, that's pretty awesome. Um, I was going to ask, too. So, you're... You're going to be leaving and going on a bike tour. Yeah, June 16th. We're heading cross-country. Cross-country? Going to Tennessee first and then shooting to California. So do you fly to Tennessee? or No, we're going to ride there. Oh, you're going to ride to Tennessee. Yeah. And then from Tennessee to California. Correct. So where do you, how do you do this? How did you get this? Like I explained to you earlier, I just do everything by the seat of my pants. Oh. <laughs> and we're literally just going. Like, oh, my God. We have no real plans or destinations. We're just going to leave. I'm Who are 16. you going with? Like some of your friends? Yeah, my friend Max and a couple of his buddies. That's amazing. And my boss, Corey, from work's going to come to Tennessee with us. Oh, that's Should awesome. Th- then he's going to come back. Oh, there's like six of us that are going to go to L.A. That's amazing. And then do you, so you're going to go all the way to California, and then are you going to come all the way back? I'm going to fly back. You're going to fly back. Yeah, that's too much riding for so me. So then what do you do with your bike? I'm just going to sell it out there, I think. You're going to sell your Purple Rain bike no, out? No, I recently blew Purple Rain up. Oh, you did? <laughs> so the motor is fried at the moment. Oh, really? But it will be rebuilt. Oh, you got I was going to say. It will I, live forever. Oh, God. It's just been through worse. <laughs> That's hilarious, because I was like, what are you going to do? You're going to sell your, your purple room bike? I would never sell it. Oh, uh, that, yeah. But that'll be fun, though. That's exciting. Yeah, should be a good time. Yeah. So, um, what else? So, you're, and you're also a tattoo artist. Yeah. Been tattooing for like 14 years now. 14 years. Now, do you listen to music while you tattoo? The whole time. The whole time. <laughs> I have to. And do you pick the songs or? Sadly, where I work now, the boss just plays the same Motorhead songs all day. Oh. <laughs> it's a little frustrating. Oh, no. It's all right. <laughs> That's okay. I know it can be tough, too, when you have, like, your own sort of vibe that you're yeah. in the mood for, and then someone else is, like, so sometimes it's okay when they have their own specific vibe, but if you're just feeling yeah. something else, yeah. It gets hard because it's the same playlist every single day of my life. Yeah. It's like no. Groundhog Day a little bit. So. Yeah. Sorry. That makes sense. Do people um, now, do people do a lot of like music tattoos? I do. A lot of music tattoos. Like what? I've done a lot of Prince tattoos, actually. Oh, really? <laughs> That's awesome. I've done the Prince symbol. Like purple umbrella raining. Uh, I've done a lot of Hanson tattoos, you've which done is a, a lot strange, of strange musical connection to really? the world. I've what done more Hanson tattoos than you could imagine. So what do people actually get done when they do that? It's always the little H circle oh. thing, like their logo, I guess. Is that the weirdest you've done or no? I've for tat- like music. pretty weird tattoos. But for music, Hanson's pretty strange. Hanson, yeah. 
But yeah. there's so many of them. It's just strange. Like I didn't think anyone currently listened to Hanson. Hanson. There's a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, I bet. And so you've done prints. Anything else that you really like? I really just like doing traditional style traditional, tattoos. Traditional, yeah. A lot of people like incorporate lyrics and yeah. turn. I turn it into a picture for them. It's yeah. not exactly like I don't just write the lyrics or yeah. something. So it's like interpretive. Yeah, so you do whatever your style, yeah, whatever's. Just turn it into a picture. Yeah. yeah. So when now you go on this bike tour, do you listen to music while you bike? I don't. You don't? You just feel the wind through yeah. your hair? I just need to listen to my bike because it's old. Oh. There's lots of shit going on, so I have to kind of be on point with it. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. So now I know you said you didn't listen to um, a lot of Prince, but what's your favorite? Is it When Doves Cry, your favorite Prince song? Purple Rain's a good song. Purple Rain, yeah. yeah. I, Me and I, my daughter love Raspberry Beret for some reason. That, <laughs> That's like, we we jam out to that a lot. That one is, I actually say that on the other segment. I talk about that as Raspberry Beret, I think, was like one of the first songs that I, makes you feel good. Yeah, like it's a you, good song. I just want to like groove and dance to it. So, um, yeah, so that's pretty awesome. Um, and then how did you feel when prince passed away do you remember where you were when prince died i don't exactly remember where i was that's when okay. he passed away that's okay but i was sad yeah i was sad because then everyone else was gonna make prince bikes oh. and i already had a prince bike oh and it happened a bunch of people made prince bikes after he passed oh so did you like, hear that he had his first had it first <laughs> heard it here first <laughs> That's so funny. No, I I was super sad, too, when he passed away. I remember, like, so I didn't realize, too, me and Chris both were saying, like, we didn't realize how many people actually really, you know, loved him until he passed. I knew people loved him, but I didn't realize the amount of love. Right. and. Right. I think I've seen on social media now that you say that. I think that's where I saw that he passed, like. Uh, a million people posted that day so you were like oh yeah everyone does love everyone <laughs> does love prince and then all of his all the bridges were purple i remember everyone lit up every bridge everything was like done in his name and it was just like crazy i t- couldn't believe how you know how much he impacted other people's lives that sort of thing he definitely has some super fans out there yeah absolutely so now your purple bike, your purple rain bike. <laughs> so tell me a little bit more about like what it like looks like. It's like a 1983 Harley Ironhead. It's in like a rigid frame. Has like the old king and queen style seat. Everything's purple. Everything's purple. <laughs> Everything's purple. <laughs> I painted it myself. The chain's purple. Wow. It's like a print symbol sewn into the leather of the seat. Really? Yeah. Where did you do that? I paid to get it done. Oh, yeah. yeah. The seat maker did it for me. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Well, that was really awesome. Um, 
thank you so much for joining me on my podcast. No problem. I wish I, I was more of a Prince fan. Oh, well, you are. <laughs> I mean, you ha- you have Prince like, lives through me. Somehow. Yeah, Prince lives through you every yeah. day. Plus, you had the original bike. True. The second original. So. Um. What? So let me ask this question before we go too. What is your favorite band? What do you? What's your favorite band of all time? Of all time. Or our top three. Top three is probably saves the day. Saves the day. It's one of my favorites. One of your favorites. That's cool. That's cool. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. No problem at all. I will link in the show notes uh, everything we talked about today, every artist. Um, Thank you again. I really appreciate it. No problem at all. This is great. (laughs) I hope you guys enjoyed another episode of The Alchemy of Music. I hope you enjoyed this Prince tribute. Uh, This was near and dear to my heart. I knew I wanted Chris as a guest as soon as I planned this episode. And I heard a little bit about his bike, but I didn't hear the full story. And I thought that was really interesting. And what I find even more interesting is that he isn't the biggest Prince fan, but somehow Prince finagled his way into his life. And the same thing with me, you know, my mom listened to Prince growing up and I liked him, but it wasn't until later on and hearing, you know, watching another group dance a a different song is what made me fall in love with him. So I find that really interesting how music can kind of sneak its way in in such indirect ways and how we can become fans of something that maybe we originally were not fans of in the first place. I really loved recording this episode and Special thank you to Chris for joining me, being my guest. I loved hearing this story and a shout out to his wife, Jen. I'm definitely going to have you on a future episode. And I definitely want to hear from my community. What are some of your favorite Prince songs? Are there any sets that we should check out there? Have you seen them live? I want to hear from you guys. And has he impacted your life in any particular way? On next week's episode, we are going to talk about the evolution of Lana Del Rey. I'm also a huge fan of hers, and I think she's been really incredible to watch over the past 10 years. I love that she's not really part of that pop generator, and she's kind of just who she is and makes the music that she wants to make. So we're going to really dive into that and also talk a little bit about what her concerts are like. So tune into that next Monday. And again, if you enjoyed this podcast, please, please, please don't forget to rate it, review it and share it. Share it with anyone you know who may like this sort of podcast. It helps people like me be heard and it helps get these stories out there. Anyways, I hope you guys have a great week and I will talk to you guys Monday. Take care.